Hello everyone and welcome back to So You Want to Be a Vet. I'm Erin and it's really nice to be back doing this. It was great to sort of like reintroduce ourselves um, at the beginning of January of the start of a new year but we just thought it would be nice, Verity, Bronte and I and May is a busy lady because May is an adult grown-up vet um, but yeah for the majority of us to sort of catch up and sort of let you know what we've been up to and like ask you guys some questions as well that you can like let us know um on Instagram some of the things that you want to see um but yeah it's so nice to be back with you guys it's so nice because I've never gotten to really record with you Erin and this is this is great it's fun I quite like you know I'm like wow someone who's like made out of vet school she's done it <laughs> and it's nearly it's nearly lovely. we're close we're close, <laughs> we're <so> close. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening it's great um so yeah we just wanted to have like a really casual chill episode where you can get to know us and we can sort of give you an update because I feel like we haven't really said what we've been up to and living I feel like we're all very busy and we're doing lots of different things so we can just sort of let you know some of the fun stuff we've been doing so for me the last few months I've just literally I mean just finished the first week of um my second term of third year of vet school so it's been a busy odd time but it's been it's been fun I really enjoy it like not to be a massive nerd but I really like uni I just find it a fun place and I enjoy learning things so it's great <laughs> um I didn't have any placement over Christmas so that was a complete break but obviously over last summer I finished off my AMs which is like animal husbandry EMS um which you do in the first two years of vet school so I got to experience a pig farm that was a new new one for me um and it was it was fun I enjoyed it and other than that I've just been yeah I also got I got a job so hey that was that was also fun <laughs> so now one day a week I am a veterinary receptionist which is quite an eye-opening experience I think um but yeah that's kind of been my life for the last few months it sounds great it sounds like you've had a proper varied time like I don't think you're a nerd because you enjoy uni secretly we're all nerds because I, we wouldn't be at vet school if we weren't nerds I'm not gonna lie anyone that like is thinking of coming to vet school and they're like I'm not a nerd sorry to break it to you we all are yourself included and that is a good thing that is a good thing um but yeah it sounds really good I think yeah proof that you can do part-time work and also do uni at the same time um I think that's such a big misconception that you can't so it's great to hear that you're doing it and you're enjoying it and you're learning lots so that's fabulous how are you getting on Bronzy? Yeah I'm really good thank you um I am having a couple of weeks off at the moment um as we're recording this it's the 12th of January um so yeah really nice to be enjoying a couple of weeks off I passed my fourth year exams which was uh, a big fat relief um, otherwise I would be having to revise for resits right now and honestly just the thought of that makes me want to cry um, so yeah nice to be extending the um, Christmas time off really <laughs> um, I went straight into three weeks of farm EMS right after my exam um, and I'm not 100% sure if I'm made to stand in cow poo 
every day for the rest of my life. Um, but I did love it while I was there and I went to a really great practice and they let me get really involved, um, which makes such a difference. Like EMS, when they let you get involved is the best thing ever. And it it really does make the world of difference when you're allowed to do things. Um, turns out I can occasionally feel some ovaries in a cow. Um, <laughs> more of a challenge than I thought it would be, I can't lie. Um, I thought they would be bigger than they are. I was expecting like to put my hand in and feel like golf balls for ovaries because it's like on a cow, right? Uh, no, they're like kidney beans. Um, so just proud of myself that it, I mean, after three weeks, I managed to find a couple, but we'll take that. Um, so yeah, that's sort of where I am at the moment. Um, I've got another week of EMS in a smallest practice that I've been to before in a couple of weeks um which is always really nice it's nice going back somewhere where you know everybody and I know where everything is and you know I sort of know what I'm signing myself up for um and then it's on to rotations for me in February which is absolutely crazy um the final stretch yeah I kind of never really thought I'd get here <laughs> Which sounds silly because, I mean, it was obviously going to come, but I feel like the whole time you're sort of uni, I probably didn't even know what rotations were. Um, and now I'm almost starting them. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a scary feeling because, like, there's not that much to go, but also very exciting. Um, so, yeah, that's where I am. How are you feeling, Erin? Because you're almost a big grown up vet, too. Um, I'm feeling scared I'm feeling nervous I'm feeling all of the feelings I won't lie <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm feeling ready I'm also feeling not ready it's 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 weird you get to a point where you're like I'm done with uni like I feel ready to move on you know I feel like you know you've been in the same place for the last five years you change so much as a person and the people around you change and you kind of come to the end of teaching and you're like do you know what I'm ready to move on do you know what I'm not ready to move on to a full-time job though <laughs> there's like <laughs> I would, maybe it would be nice if there was some sort of like in between but there's not because the scariest bit is is that when you're on work experience and then all the way through uni and then even on rotations there's like little bits and bobs where you're like oh I'll do that but then oh the vet will decide this or the vet will do that that's me now what I don't like it there's no there's like obviously oh, I can go to my superiors or whatever but I can't be like hmm I can't do the anal gland or I don't particularly fancy doing it someone else wants to do it that is me <laughs> and I'm gonna be paid to do it which is nice um but yeah it's been it's I've had some good time off um I was on placement up until the week before Christmas and I'm back in Nottingham now um I've had to come up to do some like life ad mini bits before um I move on and finalize everything I finished all my EMS so that's good um I've got a couple of more reflective um assets to write because I don't know if they do this RVC you have to write like a reflective portfolio Ugh, it's horrible um so I'm like dedicating the next couple of weeks to sort of like finishing it off um but I feel like everyone says that all the time um ask me again in like in, we'll do like another catch up in like six weeks time i'd like i still need to do my reflective assets so that's a goal i've set myself um but yeah it's been good i've had some good ems and one of them one of my placements fortunately turned into a job so um 
I'm going to go be living my beachy dream down on the coast and I'm very ready for it now. That's what that's what I feel like. I've entered 2024 and I'm like, OK, I'm ready. I'm, I, I need to move on now on to the good life. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I feel like that's like from a student perspective being like, wow like we do go out and get a job and then it's like the real world comes at you first <laughs> you're like it so yeah. does. being in control like that is I do love that I can just be like well I used to <laughs> like I did a few like ahams in practice and they'd if I didn't know anything I'd be very much like hey I'm just a second year like oh I've got three years to go they haven't taught me that yet and it's getting a bit like that's less real now I'm like no they have taught me that I don't know it <laughs> and I can't yeah, really imagine there's no excuse anymore it's like when uh, do you know what I'm like full disclosure and I've always said this I'm I'm gonna do smallies only and I'm ready to do smallies only so Bronte when you were just saying I felt cow ovaries I was like oh my god I don't know how they teach you but for us it was like the ovaries would float in a bucket of water and we had to like palpate them and then like go at them with an ultrasound probe and that was the way they taught us at uni and then I put my arm up a cow and realized it was completely different as it always is so I'm so impressed you've been able to find the ovaries because after all my rotations I was still like the vet was like oh can you feel that I'd be like mm, yes they feel round um and a little bit harder than the rest wow um so yeah good on you because I I, I blagged it on the large animals I can't blag it on the small animals anymore I've signed a contract <laughs> that's so funny and yeah I completely um know how you feel because at RVC we had I had one um, practical on how to rectal a cow at the start of third year and hadn't done anything since then. Um, so then went straight into three weeks of farm EMS rectaling cows. And I was like, I don't know what ovaries feel like. I don't know where they are. Obviously, like I said, I'm expecting them to be like four times bigger than they actually are. Maybe I'm just an idiot, but like, I feel like they should be bigger. Like it's a damn cow. They're big. Um and yeah, there were a few where I was like, yeah, I can feel that. I definitely couldn't. But there were a few that I could also feel it. So we'll take it. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of it is just practice. It's like just a numbers game. It's just experience. Like even the things that are really simple, like for me, I haven't spent a huge amount of time in practice. I'd done work experience before uni, but I hadn't, I wasn't one of those people that had worked in a vet practice for like four years prior to going to uni, right? So even the things that like seem simple, like drawing up medications like into a needle and even things as stupid as uncapping the needles, like it's such manual dexterity and until it becomes muscle memory it's so like you have to really think about it it's like you're concentrating um but it all comes together in the end and so many of the vets say like oh you know it's just a numbers game it's just practice just keep at it you know um so yeah it's crazy um how are you feeling Verity because you'll be starting EMS this year won't you Yes, I've got um a place booked in Easter for two weeks where I've been before. So I was like, I'm going to ease myself in. They know me. I know them. I bought them brownies last time. I will be bringing the brownies again. I think that is my hack for EMS, bring cake. Um, 
and I lo- like they're so lovely there that I just I'm very excited um I I just I really enjoy it like my time like just watching practice and like especially if they let you get stuck in um I'm very like one of these people I will just say yes like obviously with exceptions like if I really don't know what, I, what I'm doing but if they're like do you want to do this I'm like yeah tell me how I'll do it like I'll try because <laughs> I don't know I just find it really fun to just get stuck in but I think that's such a valid point about like the manual dexterity Like, there's so many things that you that you see them do and you're like that made sense when you did it and then my hands tried to do it and it didn't happen like when I first um I was like talked through a cat castrate and he was like yes you just loop that over that tie it that that done and then I started and he was like you've got smaller hands than me like what's happening and I was like I genuinely don't know (laughs) like this like I think never be afraid to ask like you know if you if you don't know how to do something literally no matter what it is even if you're like I don't know what size needle to grab you've told me 23 gauge I can't remember what color that is just ask it's fine like ask a nurse the nurses I feel like they know everything (laughs) and I'm always like help he's told me to grab this um but I'm super looking forward to EMS I'm scared for I haven't booked anything that isn't smallies and I'm kind of like oh I will I will but I am way less confident <laughs> with anything that's not like German shepherd size or or smaller. <laughs> no, that's so valid. And I think I think as long as you're honest about it, like I went into um, my farm EMS that I did before Christmas and that's the first placement that I have done in farm. And I am open like to going down the farm route when I do graduate. Um, not made my mind up open to farm open to small um but like never I didn't grow up on a farm like I did my um farm placements in first and second year but that's it um and as long as you say that to them it's fine I feel like where people fall into problems and stuff is when they try and pretend they've done more than they can because they're either embarrassed or nervous or whatever to say oh like this is my first placement or things like that but as long as you're honest they will be happy to tell you anything even like um my smallies EMS I did two weeks somewhere and I really enjoyed it and had a really good time but I wasn't allowed to do very much um and it was very much sort of like observing and talking to the vets as opposed to actually doing things so when I then went on to my next smallies placement, it's not a case of them being like, oh, yeah, no, like I've done two weeks, like I've done loads and, and I know what I'm doing. It's just like, yeah, you know, I've I've done two weeks of, you know, smallies EMS before, but I didn't do a huge load. So I'm sort of still sort of starting from scratch. Like it can be a bit nerve wracking, I think, to tell them you've not got much experience, but they don't really care. They're just trying to figure out where you're at. And if you go down that route and just, are really honest and also have sort of like a list of things that you would like to focus on I think that really helps um it's quite tempting and I still struggle with it to go into EMS and I'm like oh I just want to practice everything like just let me do whatever and as much as that's great to have that attitude of like I want to get stuck in everywhere I can I think sometimes it does help to say like yes I want to do everything I can but also I'd specifically like to focus on this if possible um 
so yeah ems is great fun but also i'd say take breaks where you can like a lot of my placements have been like nine till seven five days a week and the vets are doing four days a week because that's their like full working week but as an ems student i found it doesn't really work out that way you sort of just end up being there all week so make sure you look after yourself um and you know make sure i don't know meal prep <laughs> would be my other bit of advice because you don't always want to cook when you're getting in at like 8 p.m um but yeah make the most of it where you can because it's really good fun um and erin living the dream i think um you know going finding your first job at somewhere you've been i think that is about as ideal as it can get isn't it because you already know exactly what the team's like Exactly. I think that was my, it was sort of a little bit of a plan um, in a way, <laughs> because I had um, a few weeks of EMS left to do. Um, I wanted to relocate. So I knew I was going to have to investigate new practices. And I booked singular weeks at lots of different practices in the area I wanted to live in. And it worked really well. The first placement, awful, went for a day did not go back it was bad vibes so if you ever go on a placement and you feel not good about it leave don't go back because I had a really like misogynistic man there who like wouldn't let me do anything and sort of like tapped the wall and said stand over there darling be quiet and I was like okay my shoes was like yeah don't go back it's time for you to leave I was like okay cool um so yeah and then after that I had another week that was like a little bit mid um, it was a good practice. However, I didn't think their grad scheme was particularly supportive. Um, so again, that was another one. And I was feeling quite like disheartened at this point, I think, because I was like really, I, I had really high hopes for these practices. And then I, I on a whim, um, because one of these placements was meant to be two weeks because I couldn't get somewhere else. Um, I messaged um, a practice on a Friday and was like, do you have any availability for EMS for next week, please? Um, like, I'm a little bit stuck. Please, could I come? Ended up being the place I got a job at. And I absolutely loved it. And it was a bit of a sliding doors moment because I wasn't meant to go there and I hadn't heard of there before. But um, everyone was so nice. Like you say, it's like... Um, the vets and the nurses as well were so well gelled as a team. I think that says it all. Everyone's helping you um, like get to grips with things. Nothing is ever silly. Like um, I drew up rather, I like I drew up stupidly. I was meant to draw up like 1.1 um, of paracetamol and I drew up Point one one and like it was like what is that going to do that is going to do nothing for that like for the patient what pain is that going to kill absolutely zero percent and um I drew it up and took it over to the vet and like I knew it was a good place when everyone had a good laugh about it and no one made me feel silly um because you all make mistakes and like you say it's like the little things it becomes muscle memory some people and the drugs calculations become muscle memory because you know the concentrations you know the doses and things like that um so yeah I think that's when you have a good placement where um you feel comfortable and you can have a laugh and a joke with the people as well is always nice and I think when you when you think about I I I think I went so long thinking about ah oh, yes jobs as very separate to vet med so like veterinary was like oh yeah that's my course I'm doing I'm learning to become a vet but I don't think I ever tied in jobs and CVs with the vet world and then all of a sudden it's come together and it's like okay now I'm looking for a practice that 
I would like to work at. Like you want to get on with your colleagues. Like there's so many criteria that you want in a job that I hadn't paired with the vet world yet. And so I think that was um, quite eye-opening as well. But um, as you say, it's somewhere you feel... So it needs to be somewhere you feel comfortable and EMS is a good way of finding out where those sorts of places are. Um, so yeah, you'll absolutely love it, Verity. And I think your attitude is such a good one to have. Say yes to everything. Like obviously if they're like, oh yeah, do you want to go and do that appointment on your own? You're like second year, you don't say yes. Um, <laughs> you don't say yes. Or they're like, oh, do you want to sign this animal health certificate? You don't say yes to that. <laughs> like, but you say yes to, oh yeah, maybe like I, I haven't, um, I've only practiced placing an IV catheter on a model, but I could have a go in a real animal if you show me how to do it. And so, yeah, just put yourself out there and um, like keep that attitude because I think that's such a good attitude to have. I think it's so good. So um, thinking like, so we've discussed like some goals you have verity for the next year is there anything over the past year you've sort of felt like like being reflective like because I'm in this mood because of my reflective portfolio lol but um is there anything you're sort of like yeah do you know what I did that well last year and I'm proud of myself for that because it's always it, it's always good to recognize our wins I don't think um we hype up our own personal wins enough in the vet industry, let alone as women, but let us toot our own horn for a sec. Verity, what have you done this year that you're proud of? So sort of down the same like vein, I I think the thing I am most proud of was sort of getting stuck in because because of COVID, I never got to do small animal practice, even though like I love it, never got to do any of it. So I kind of just... I felt so behind all my classmates, even though I wasn't. Like I got in my head, I was like, I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> so I kind of just turned up and I was like, um, I was like quite nervous and I literally just loved it. And I'm like really happy with the progress I've made in that and not stunting my own growth because I'm like, I'm behind. Therefore, I don't want to try. I don't want to like push the boat out. So I'm like I'm most proud of that like I got to scrub in and that was so cool I loved it like just that's it was, when like, it really starts inspiring. to feel real yeah I was like don't what are you doing are you sure <laughs> don't don't joke um <laughs> but yeah that was I was really happy with that Bronte what is your like highlight what's your proud moment um, mine would be along similar lines of yours. Like the moment when you get to scrub in for surgery is, I mean, it's terrifying, but also it's it just makes you like on such a high. Um, I like going into last year, like when I started my third year, I was saying to like all my family, like, oh my God, by the end of this year, like I could have done surgery and stuff. And I did get to do some surgery. I have done a few cat castrates now. I mean, they kind of don't necessarily count as proper surgery, but they still count. Oh, so I'm counting Give yourself it. that credit. <laughs> um, but I've also done a couple of dog castrates on my own. Well, I say on my own. Obviously, the vet's there telling me what to do, but I got to do it all, um, which is probably my biggest um, sort of achievement. I like my favorite part of EMS is I mean I 
maybe not favorite I like I enjoy all of it but I suppose the thing at the moment that gives me like the biggest kick is like being out the back in the prep room being in theater managing to get that catheter in managing to do surgery managing to do some intradermal sutures um they're all just things that are so kind of like foreign when you start it's all like what am I doing even holding things like I never I've never thought so hard about how I'm holding something or like what I'm touching um so yeah I'm really pleased with that and I can't wait to hopefully do plenty more of it um this year that's definitely been like my highlight getting involved in surgery um and yeah along along those lines what about you Erin what are you most proud of um I don't know I think I'm gonna go a bit off piste um so I think over the last year I've definitely I think it gets to a point I don't know if you guys feel this way but I definitely do feel this way you get to a point where you feel like oh I'm getting a bit older I'm nearly 23 like the time is gone for starting and trying new things like I know that sounds really silly but it's not like freshers week anymore and you're not like oh I'm going to trampolining club just to see what it's like or like oh let me go to lacrosse and see what it's like you know that point is gone and like work is starting soon and I think we get so swept up or I definitely do in putting my 100% into um trying new things in the vet world because every day you have to try something new like you said is that there's so many different skills that feel so foreign that you have to completely commit yourself to learning and practicing um that you feel like there isn't much room for other things that you haven't previously done that don't already fit into your life but um last year I took up long distance running and um it's so like I've never I'm not one for team sports like my school wasn't a very sporty school but I um, set myself the challenge of running the London Marathon for a charity that's very close to my family. So the Prada Willie Syndrome Association, um, quite a rogue one, a chromosome disorder only affects around 2000 people in the UK. So really rare. Um, but yeah, it's a charity that's really close to my family. And so I ran the London Marathon in support of them. And I did not think I would get to the end. I It was such a slog, the training. Oh, my God. I've never done anything like it. And it would be like raining, pouring. And I'd, like, I'd wake up and be like, I've got to run 30 kilometers today. I've just got to do it. I've got to get it in. And I, I've never done anything like that before. And I don't know what took over my mind. But I did it. And I raised £2,600. And I got to the end of the marathon. And th- th- everyone says you hit a wall. I hit that wall. I collided with that wall at 21 miles. And I have like the negative mindset that I think we all struggle with at different points came out and was like, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. You're not going to finish. And I finished it. And that was my goal. I didn't have a time. I finished. And so I think that was my um, biggest thing this year. Not only sort of like raising money for charity felt really like important. And I'm really happy that I've done that because it it's going to make such an impact for like such a small charity that people haven't really heard of before, but um, also making time in my life for something new that I haven't done before. And I've carried it on since I still run. I'm running the marathon again this year. Oops. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think, I think that's it. May, I've, I've made time to try and enjoy something new. That is so cool. Like that is, I remember seeing you post it and I was like, 
Oh my gosh. Like, I can't even fathom how long that is. <laughs> like, I genuinely can't. That is, you should so be proud of that. I can't believe you're doing it again. <laughs> Any, anyone can do it if they say, like, uh, not anyone can do it, but if if you want to do it and you believe you can do it, then you will do it. Solid advice for life, for vet med, for life, for anything. Sorry, I didn't know I was just like about to whip out wisdom like that. <laughs> She's an adult now. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing to hear about that, Erin. And I mean, credit to you because the thought of the thought of running for like ten minutes running makes me feel sick. So, like having to do a whole marathon is absolutely unbelievable so yeah fair play can't even imagine it um and I actually think you're crazy for doing it again but I'm very impressed um and like you said it just goes to show that if you set your mind on something like you can do it it's just it's powering through that mindset and it doesn't matter what it is whether that be you know to do with exercise whether that be you know academically whether that be something in your personal life like you can make the changes if you want to it's just a case of persevering and I know it's way easier said than done um but if you really put your mind to something I think we'll all be surprised how much we could achieve um and I think it's also a really good point for sort of highlighting how important it is not to give up the things that you enjoy when sort of things are hard I think that's another thing that I'm quite proud of myself for um for sort of last year um it's so tempting in exam season to give up everything um and to not do any of your hobbies anymore not see friends um, things like that and obviously there is a balance to it like things are always going to be more revision focused and things when it is exam season um, but you know trying to force your hobbies that you love to do is so so important and I wanted to give up everything I do when it comes around to exams especially the fourth year exams because all I've ever heard is people saying like oh they're the worst things you'll ever do at uni blah de, blah de, blah um, but I kept up working I kept up with my hockey um I kept up seeing my friends and still managed to pass my exams so for anybody that is tempted to give up like their whole life for the sake of your exams it's honestly not worth it um and I think it's also just worth thinking like you know I'm not talking about the week before or that kind of thing but like if you're thinking about months in advance like oh no I can't do that like my exams are coming up it's honestly not worth it. Like, it's just depressing, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, so I think that's something we can all aim for this year is to make sure that we're continuing doing everything that we love. And that's my sort of advice there. Um, in terms of goals for this year, while we're on the reflective um, sort of mindset, um, I suppose my biggest one um, sort of like uni wise and like academically would be really just to make the most of rotations. Um, I think, you know, like you were saying, Erin, it's easy to think like, oh, I'm done with uni now. Like I just want to get out into the world of work. And I do very much feel refreshed. Um, I'm glad I'm finished with lectures. I'm glad I'm on to like the practical part. I was 
sort of I'd had a bit of like I'd had enough um I was a bit fed up and sick of uni and I think you get to that point after like three and a bit years um but I really just want to make the most of my rotations and get absolutely everything that I can from it and sort of just go with the flow like not kind of stress about them too much not think too much about it but just yeah take every opportunity that is there and learn as much as I can really embrace that nerd because like we were saying um, everybody is a nerd at heart um and yeah online with what I was saying earlier do all that whilst not sacrificing anything else like I want to keep up my hockey I want to keep up being social with my friends um and not sacrifice anything else for the sake of uni because work-life balance is important and I feel like when you're in the mindset when you're at uni of like oh you know I can just stop this because you know exams are in a couple months like it's not training ourselves to you know cope well when we're vets like being a vet is going to be stressful and there's always going to be a lot of stuff on so we can't just work forever like oh I just won't do anything else other than my job like it's not worth it so that's my sort of general goals for this year what about you guys I think you've made such a good point about not giving everything up for exams and I think it is such a thing at vet school like everyone's like it's exam season it's in the air you don't see people and it's like I sometimes feel like if if you if so it gets to the point where you're like if someone sees me doing that they're gonna be like oh she's not studying and it becomes this such a silly thing in your head where I'm more bothered about whether people think I'm doing work than whether I'm actually doing it (laughs) like and how ridiculous is that because we can all pass we can all do well I don't you know in the in the nicest way I don't care what anybody else gets like I'm just trying to <laughs> I'm just trying to get be a vet like <laughs> um and and you're right like as a vet I you know I want to be able to be a vet while also living my life and doing all the fun stuff as well so I don't want to sort of train my brain to like only do one thing when things get like a bit tough like obviously as you said like it's fine like when you're like in exam week no one's saying don't work (laughs) but there's definitely this balance that I feel like vet school is like five years of finding that (laughs) um balance um because also I find like I also want to keep my love for it keep it fresh like if I just do like vet studying all the time I'm not it's it's not gonna be as fun (laughs) you know I like to mix it up um so for me yeah bit of dancing bit of I just find myself involved with things at uni I don't know what happens so I'm course rep for the year and I mean I'm currently organizing our halfway dinner so we have a nice dinner halfway through vet school so that's something that I'm you know, I, I, I never thought I'd be an event planner, but here we are. So my goal is for that to happen <laughs> as long as it happens. Here we go. <laughs> so, you know, I, yeah, I, I may have been a bit silly. I may have slightly too much on my plate, but they're all good things. I enjoy them all. So I feel like my, my goal is to kind of 
I don't know, my goal this year is to kind of stay in my lane, in, stay enjoying all the things I, I enjoy. Like, it, you know, as Roger said, get the most out of, for me, EMS. Like, I'm so excited for it. And as, like, a goal I can complete and tick off, I will book some farm EMS. <laughs> I will be found on a farm. You um, are now accountable. This is this is on record. Verity <laughs> Burrows will be found on a farm in 2024. It's going to happen. Watch out. Coming to a farm near you, maybe. Um, so <laughs> that is that's a goal that I will I will tick. But other than that, it's kind of just stay in my lane, enjoy uni, carry on, sort of like yeah. Sorry, that's so vague. <laughs> think it is I think that's I think it's a nice thing to recognize because again in in like the same vein like <laughs> I don't want to give anything up when I start work like I feel like I'm gonna be like oh do you know what I'm I'm a working girly now I've got to like give up all the fun things that I do because it's like oh, okay like reality check serious woman has a job um like might have to work weekends and stuff like it's 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 scared like it's a it's a jump like n not like I feel ready like to do it but I think mentally it's like a big jump like going from uni to like okay now I'm actually doing the job that I've trained to do lol but um yeah I need to like like you say keep up with the things that I enjoy like when I start work I think it's going to be so easy to get sucked into that bubble of like oh I had work today so I'm so exhausted I'm not going to go and do that do you know what sometimes it needs to be like you don't run on like run on empty because of work I think for the first couple of weeks while I get used to it yeah maybe it might have to be like I get home I've meal prepped and then I crash and I'm in bed at like eight o'clock sleep time the end of the day um but I think after that, I need to be like, come on now, let's get out for that run. Let's go to park run on a Saturday where I can like be with my people. Okay, let's go for a beachy walk. Um, I'm going to like make an effort to take my paddle board out like at least once a week, like just to make sure I still do the things that I enjoy and want to do and like see my friends and, you know, put myself out there. Cause like I am relocating. So there's like loads of new things. Like I'm, I'm going to go and live in a place where I already have friends that live there. Um, but I want to, I want to put myself out there and make like new friends and things like that. So making sure I have time to do those things and not letting work become an excuse because like you've described I think it can be like oh exams become an excuse to stop doing those things like uni can become an excuse to stop doing those things the reality is life there's always going to be one big task you have to do and that's work so like whether you like it or not you're gonna have to unless I don't know you're living in some salt burn house where you don't have to work like <laughs> that's just not life for most people do you know what I mean um so yeah, not not letting myself let go of doing those things that, like you say, work-life balance, like it's like hashtag keyword, like throw it out there. But it's it's not 
it is true like you do have to maintain that balance and it it does get so high it becomes a chore in itself at times like you guys have said but do you know what sometimes I can be like oh I really like do you know what I said I'd meet up with this person and I'm super tired and I'm really not feeling it and then afterwards you know what? I feel awake I feel zhuzhed I feel ready to go and so it's like it's about recharging your batteries in other ways as well um yeah so i think i think that's a nice place to leave it then we've all we've all got our goals um we've all done our reflections i still need to do mine on paper maybe that's a 2024 goal of mine um actually get typing and reflecting um so yeah put that on record as well verity will be on a farm bronte will do hockey and see friends for side exams and i'll actually write my portfolio here we are we're holding ourselves accountable 2024 um but yeah, it would be so nice to hear what some of you guys have done over the last year. What are you proud of? You know, I think it's so people don't give themselves credit enough and I definitely don't. And again, I think that maybe might be another one of my goals for 2024. At the end of each week, think of something I did that, do you know what? I did this this week and I hadn't done that before. Or do you know what? I struggled doing that a few weeks ago, but this week I actually did it. So making sure you recognize when you are doing things well because we're all our own worst critics we'll be the first people to recognize when we do something not so great so let's start recognizing the things that we do do great so over on our instagram we're gonna pop up a little post um you guys tell us some of the things that you did well last year we want to hear it all did you go on work experience for the first time what did you do have you started a new hobby did you apply to vet school have you got a place at vet school um what's been going on for you guys and what are your goals for the next year as well let us know because I think it's so nice like even like sitting here now sharing our goals with one another you've reminded me of some things that I probably should do as well <laughs> um <laughs> so it's 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 definitely it's definitely good to share with one another because again it just reminds you that oh yeah maybe there's that thing that I could be doing as well that's maybe not too tricky to do maybe it's just giving myself a pat on the back sometimes when I do something well I placed that IV or I felt that ovary you know or I did that dog castrate or cat castrate and like you know let's let's give ourselves some credit for the things that we do um let that be our 2024 but yeah let us know over on Instagram um those bits and bobs that you feel proud of and that you're gonna do this year um to look after yourself it's been so nice catching up with you girls yeah, yeah as always absolute pleasure um and what we can do this time next year we'll like check back in we'll have a re-listen to this episode and yeah. we'll think okay did we meet our goals <laughs> did we do what we was what we said we were gonna do um and yeah like we've said this is a way to keep ourselves accountable yeah, it's been a really nice catch up. And yeah, as Bronte said, it's not something I sit there and like think through, especially things you're proud of. Like, you you know, it's nice to do that. Like there's so much you've achieved in this last year. Just think it through, you know, you should all be proud of yourselves. Even let us know in the Instagram comments if you've done something cool. I want to know about it. Um, exactly. It's inspiring. So yeah, it's been lovely. We hope to catch you for our next episode. Um, so keep keep an, keep your eyes peeled on Spotify and follow us on our Instagram for updates. And, and there's yeah. notifications on. Yes, notifications on always. You want to be the first bell. to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but yeah thank you for listening and we will speak to you soon see you later bye